Tis the season for those irresistible ginger thins, cozy blankets for cuddling by the fire, and making home warm and welcoming. For one-stop holiday shopping, visit your local IKEA or ikea-usa.com slash holiday. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Hello and welcome to Learn English Vocabulary. My name is Jack and I'm making this podcast for you to learn or revise English vocabulary. You can find a transcript of this podcast on learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk. There's a page for this podcast with the transcript and a task for you to do in the comments section. I've been away for a couple of weeks as I've been too busy working on, well, on work for my job, but I'd like to take a moment to say thank you to Claude Michel and Christoph Janacek for your donations towards this podcast, and thanks to Anna and Gabriella for buying me a coffee. I wish I could work on these podcasts full-time, Your donations give me hope that one day I'll find a way to make enough money through podcasting and sharing resources online. Thank you so much. Okay, today, what am I going to talk about? Well, as it's been a while, I think I should focus on something really useful. A listener called Michael has suggested that I make some more podcasts that focus on phrasal verbs in different places. Now, this is quite difficult because there aren't many scenarios in which specific phrasal verbs are used. There are something like 300 really commonly used phrasal verbs. So, I'm going to try to think about some different situations or different conversations to find a way to present some of these and then I'll talk about the meaning of them. In this podcast, the situation is My friend David is phoning me to invite me to the pub because our friend Mark is feeling sad. I'm going to use nine phrasal verbs and a couple of useful idioms. I want to describe the idioms quickly now and I'll focus on the phrasal verbs after the conversation. The first idiom is You could twist my arm. We normally use this ironically to say yes to an offer of something that we probably shouldn't do. The pretense is that the person offering you something is forcing you to do it by physically hurting you. So, if you're on a diet and someone offers you a piece of cake, you should say no. But if you say you could twist my arm. It's like saying, yes, but you're forcing me. As I say, it's used in a jokey way. The second idiom is out of the blue. If something happens out of the blue, it means it happens completely unexpectedly. You could not have predicted it at all. 
I looked it up and it's supposed to be short for out of the clear blue sky. So it's used when something that happens is as surprising as if something fell on you out of a clear blue sky. In the conversation, my friend David asks me to do something and I tell him he could twist my arm. What does he ask me to do? Our friend Mark is upset. When you listen, try to hear why Mark's upset. What happened out of the blue? Hello? Hi David, it's Jack. How's it going? Hi Jack, I'm good thanks. I've been meaning to give you a call. Oh yes? Yes, you see, I wanted to ask you if you'd like to meet up later for a drink. Well, I'm sure you could twist my arm. Did you just want to meet for a chat? Actually, no. You know about Mark? He's split up with his girlfriend and is a bit down about it. I think he's feeling a bit fed up. I didn't know they'd broken up. Yeah, it was a bit out of the blue for Mark as well. That's awful. I think he's bearing up pretty well, but it would be good to take him out to take his mind off things. Sure. What time were you thinking? I don't knock off till six tonight. Do you think you could make it to the King's Head by half past? Yeah, I'll come straight from work. Brilliant. I'll get the first round in. Well, I'll see you tonight then. Cool. See you later. See you later. Did you hear what made Mark sad? The answer is he's broken up with his girlfriend. I used two different phrasal verbs that have the same meaning. To break up with someone and to split up with someone. Both these phrasal verbs mean that a romantic relationship has ended. I think that break up is only used for boyfriend-girlfriend relationships. If a couple is married and their relationship ends, you can use the phrasal verb split up, but broken up seems a bit too informal. My parents split up when I was a kid, and I don't think I'd say they broke up. You might have noticed that there are two ways to use these phrasal verbs. You can say that Mark has split up with his girlfriend, or that he's broken up with his girlfriend. This feels a bit odd to me because Normally you'd split away from something, but the phrasal verb is definitely split up with and break up with. You can also use these verbs to talk about the couple and say that they have broken up and they have split up. When David called, he first asked if I wanted to meet up later. This is a strange phrasal verb because it just means meet. So, why do we add up? If you look at the definition, it says that we use meet up when we arrange to meet to do something together. So, it's not quite the same as meet. If you ask, when did you meet your wife? It means for the first time. When did you meet up with your wife? Means for the occasion. We met up at six in front of the concert hall. I also think that meet is slightly more formal. If you are at work and arranging a meeting, you'd say, let's meet on Friday at 10. Though, in that case, meet and meeting has a specific work meaning. Perhaps if you want to break up with your partner, you might say, we need to meet. 
can we meet later, rather than can we meet up. The difference in meaning isn't really clear though, so if you have a British partner and they ask you to meet, you don't need to worry. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. David said that Mark is feeling a bit fed up. I like this phrasal verb, to be fed up with something or to be fed up. It means that someone is unhappy because they've had too much of something. If you think about the literal meaning, I think it helps. So, to be fed means to be given food to eat. Parents feed their babies. I have to feed my dog. If you feed a baby, perhaps you have some yoghurt or something and you're using a spoon, all the time the baby is hungry, they will open their mouth and let you spoon the yoghurt in. However, when they are full, they will close their mouth and avoid the spoon when you offer it. They are fed up. They've had enough. If you're feeling sad or grumpy about your work because you've had to do the same task over and over again, You could say, I'm really fed up with this. You can use it more generally. I'm fed up with work. I'm fed up with these coronavirus restrictions. I've not been on holiday for ages. Mark is feeling fed up. He's been sad because he broke up with his girlfriend and now he's fed up. It's all been too much and he needs a break. Later on, David said that Mark is bearing up pretty well. To bear up means to cope or survive under pressure. I think the verb bear literally means to hold a weight. In a house, you have load-bearing walls and non-load-bearing walls. The walls that are load-bearing are holding up the rest of the house. If you knock down a load-bearing wall, then the area of the house above the wall will come tumbling down. If someone is bearing up, then they are managing to hold whatever weight or pressure is on them. This is quite a common way to say that someone is coping despite being under a lot of pressure. I said that I don't knock off till 6. This means that I don't finish work till 6. To knock off means to finish an activity, usually work or some labour. As I say, most of the time it means finish work. You might ask someone, what time do you knock off? You can use it to talk about stopping another task. For example, recently I was painting in my house and it was getting late and I was tired. 
I said to my wife, I'm going to keep going for another 30 minutes and then I'm going to knock off. I don't think we'd use it for a small job or a job that was finished. It's only used when you stop or quit what you're doing. David asked me if I thought I could make it to the King's Head by 6.30. The King's Head is a popular name for a pub in the UK. To make it to a place means to arrive at a place. Usually, I think it implies that the journey or timing will be difficult. So you could say, despite the traffic, I made it to work on time. But this is only implied and in normal use it means the same as arrive. To make it has another meaning. It can mean survive and is usually used in negative sentences. If there's an accident and someone doesn't make it, it means they were killed in the accident. There's a U2 song called Sometimes You Can't Make It On Your Own. And there's another meaning which is similar. It can mean to thrive, to excel and do very well. If an actor travels to Hollywood to try to become a movie star and they are successful, they might say, I made it. Or if someone makes it in business, it means they've been very successful in business. When I told David that I thought I could make it to the king's head, he said he would get the first round in. I'm not really sure if this counts as a phrasal verb because I think it's only used to talk about drinks. To get the drinks in. A round is a drink for all the members of a party who are in a pub together. It's normal for people in a group to take turns going to the bar and buying drinks. This is called getting a round. You might hear someone say, it's my round, what are you drinking? When David said he'd get the first round in, he meant he would buy the first round of drinks. The last phrasal verb I want to talk about is to take someone's mind off something. David wanted to take Mark to the pub to take his mind off things. This means to distract someone or provide them with some entertainment at a time when they are sad or troubled by something. When I'm really worried about something, perhaps a problem at work, I like to play my guitar as it takes my mind off my troubles. It distracts me and stops me thinking about whatever is bothering me. Mark has been upset and is probably thinking too much about his problems, so he'll feel better if we can take his mind off his problems for an evening. And that's enough for today. I have lots of new podcasts to make. I've had requests for some songs and a few topics from electric vehicles to modern art, which I'm looking forward to getting into. I hope now that I'm back on top of my regular work so we'll be able to make some more podcasts. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I do love reading your comments, so please leave me a comment on the site or a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear from you and any comments or suggestions you have. Thank you also again to those of you that have bought me a coffee. I really appreciate it. If there are any topics or songs or scenes from a film that you'd like me to talk about or anything else you'd like to hear, I would be delighted to make a podcast for you. So please visit learnenglishvocabulary.co.uk and say hello. Thanks for listening.
More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Joe didn't talk to a mattress firm sleep expert. And when hunger led him to the deli, junk sleep left his wallet at home. Oh, did I? Leaving Joe checking every single pocket. No, no, uh. Twice. To the frustration of everyone in line. For the type of sleep that makes wallets unforgettable, head to Mattress Firm and unjunk your sleep today. 